Hello there, I'm Dr. Hacky Reitman, and you're listening to Exploring Different Brains. Hi, I'm Dr. Hacky Reitman. Welcome to another episode of Exploring Different Brains. Today we have the great pleasure of speaking with someone I recently met out at San Francisco State University at the Ascend meetings there, and we have Sarah Howard. Sarah, welcome. Thank you. Welcome to you, too. Well, thank you so much for uh, being here with us. It's terrific. Thank you. Thank you. Now, we met out there, and I was very impressed with so many of the things you're doing. Why don't you introduce yourself to our audience and tell us a little bit about yourself? All right. I'm on the autism spectrum. I was diagnosed when I was 29 with uh, with autism spectrum disorders and autism spectrum disorder i'm very high functioning i drive a car i live in my own apartment um i run a meetup group for for autistic adults in my area of the central valley in california now in your meetup group what is the breakdown how many guys and how many gals are there um there are many many men and there are not as many women. And though I think the women are afraid to come out to my meetup group um, because of the fact that there are so many, that it's so male dominated um, by, by men. I mean, they don't, I mean, it's, I, I should make another meetup group that has only women in it, I well, think. It's very interesting because I find that a lot of the female Aspies that I know do not want to go to meetup groups for just that reason. Um, right. And um, Becca Laurie, who's one of the heads of GRASP, uh, mm. published about the unicorn uh, recently. Mm. And she feels very much, and I was wondering how you feel, that females are very much um, underdiagnosed. And if they are diagnosed, they kind of don't want to come out of the closet, more or less, that they have Asperger's. And uh, she feels it's incorrect that it's, there's really so many more males than females. What are your thoughts on that? I, I agree with that a lot. I agree with a lot of what she has to say. Unfortunately, as a result of running my meetup group, um, I'm aware of how diverse the spectrum really is. Um as far as men being able to grow up and change or not grow up and stay stuck in their same age bracket or act very much younger than what they are. Um, I'm aware. And, um, but I, I have some women who have signed up and who haven't shown up for my meetup group at all, which is very frustrating to me. Sarah, so that's a big issue. The, the thing the, the differences between men and women, boys and girls, on the autism spectrum, mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to uh, self-identifying, self-advocating, getting involved in social situations, it's right. different. Yeah, I feel like many of them would like to be introverted rather than extroverted. And I'm getting the extroverted aspirations asp- Aspies um, on the spectrum who want to go out and meet people, whereas most of the most of the spectrum stays in and doesn't go and works on the computer or, or plays on the computer or does whatever on the computer and doesn't interact with anybody. 
Um, well, what advice do you have for, say, a person who's a young adult mm-hmm. who has Asperger's or has autism, who has the skills to go out there, but it's much more comfortable to stay in their safe place and they don't want to. What advice do you have for them overcoming that anxiety? That anxiety, I would suggest them going to see a psychologist or psychiatrist and giving them either or going a different, a whole different other route called handle.org which is a holistic approach to neurodevelopment and learning efficiently Um, and um, getting at the real root issues of why they won't get out of their house or why they won't leave their apartment. Um, Either try medication or try the handle approach. I've never tried the handle approach, but I've heard that it actually deals with root root issues. So, um, but my experience is to see a psychiatrist and psychologist and talk about your issues and um, kind of push yourself out the door. Um, even if you don't want to go out the door. And maybe talk to um, another good reason to go to a meetup is so they can talk to a colleague like yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and just interact uh, and say we're all right. in this together, you know, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you have a job? Yes, I do. I work 10 hours a week cooking food, heating up food for children on the autism spectrum at a private preschool, for specifically for autistic kids, autistic children. And what are your other activities? Like, what fills up your dance card during the week? You have 10 hours of work there. I work. Right in the middle of the day, um, I go get, um, I go to the doctor and get an allergy shot. I, once a week, I um, talk to my therapist once a week. I, um, I make sure I check in. I just make sure that I'm okay. I, that I'm balanced every once, once a week. Um, what else do I do? Um, I volunteer at our local art center, community art center, and they have, Various performers come in, and I'm I'm trying to volunteer in the house side now, and um, I also um, what else do I do? I um, I'm trying to think what else I do. I make sure that my mother is okay. That's my big that's my big job. Um, she's 78 years old, and um, my dad is living in a in a separate place for people with Alzheimer's and dementia, and um, he um, he's he's in his 80s, and um, we don't know how long he's going to live. But um, he's he's obviously very affected by the Alzheimer's and dementia that we can't take care of him anymore. So I go to my mom's house once a day and make sure that she's okay. And we just kind of check in with each other and see, make sure, you know sometimes I take, we, she has a dog and I take the dog for a walk or I just check in with the dog or I you know oh, the dog's happy daughter. to see me. You're a very good daughter. That's uh, that's great. Now, you thinking of going back to school? Yes, I am. I'm thinking of studying. I studied geography and history when I first went to the junior college. I didn't I didn't apply to any colleges after I when I was a senior in in high school because um, I didn't think that I would get in anywhere. Um, so I just went to my local junior college and I got really good grades and I transferred from MJC 
from Modesto Junior College to UCLA. Wow, nice. Which was a big jump. Sure. But it was it was good and bad because it kind of it kind of it was it opened my eyes to many things and then it made me afraid of some things as well. So anyway, so anyhow, um, it was it was too big. I mean, I love I love LA, but I I kind of it it's it's overwhelming for yeah. me, especially that part of LA. Yeah. Yeah, it's just you. overwhelming. It's one of the things I liked about Boston when I went to Boston University in their six-year medical program was mm. the size of the town to me felt just right. There was a, there were like 50 universities all around that area, but you could get places by the trolley and nothing was too far away. And it wasn't like really huge like a New York City or something or in L.A. Yeah. or San Francisco. It was more like neighborhoody kind of thing. And, yeah, uh, I need something small like that, but I'm not, I need to start, I'm going to hope, I hope to go back to school at my local state university, which is Cal State University, Stanislaus and Turlock, which is an even smaller town. And, and what are you going to major in, do you think? Um, either geography or political science. And um, how do you make a living at geography? Like, what are the jobs associated with geography? That's a good question. You can become a, um, I'm not real sure you can. Um, what do they call it? Like a cartographer for Google or something with maps? And yeah, things, you can become a cartographer. You can work for a winery. There's e, there's E&J Gallo Winery in Modesto, and they're looking to hire people that study geography. Really? They're the biggest winery in the world. Why do they need people who study geography? Because they own all of these vineyards all over the place, all over the world. Yeah. And um, they possibly need to understand, like, the dirt and, and the, ah. the, the terra firma um, that the wine is grown under or growing on. The vines are growing on. And then, um, you know, like, every wine has a certain taste to it. And um, so I could essentially get a job maybe with them if, if I – I don't know. I mean – if I finish that um, program at Stanislaus State, but I'm also thinking of going back to France. I lived in France for three months, and when I was able to pick up the language, wow, really well, pretty well. well you're very, you know, you're a very intelligent woman, and uh, your diversifications are fascinating. Your interests you. and skills and everything. How did you get involved with Ascend? I got involved with Ascend with um, through my therapist, through one of my the woman who diagnosed me, in um, in Sacramento through Fair Oaks, and she was in she was in Fair Oaks and she's moved on to doing chronic pain care for people because I guess that's more profitable right now anyway in med in medicine. But um, anyway, um, she told me about Ascend and my parents and I went for the first few meetings. And then I was able to go on my own for the first time to the last meeting or the last two meetings. Nice. My sister lives in San Leandro, so which is close to San Francisco. So I'm able to bark my way in when I go to meetings and stay with her. Um, so sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. If they want me there, I'm able to get there. Tell us what gives you uh the biggest challenge every day and how you overcome it. 
Uh, my biggest challenge is actually getting out the door, I would say. Um, once I get out the door, once I'm out the door, once I'm doing my job, once I'm at my job, I'm totally comfortable in my job. The job that I have is great. Um, I work with completely non-judgmental people um, who are very patient and who, um, who are very patient and who also um, are able to um, deal with um, people with diverse brains like um, autism. I mean, they're all very sensitive to what you're interested in and what you want to do later on in life or um, or how good of a job you do and are doing in your job. And um, I have, I've, hold, I've held on to this job for longer than a year and um, it's the longest I've ever held on to a job. So it's amazing. Um, and they dealt with all my quirks. Uh, they dealt with all my getting late there in the beginning and not knowing how to time manage very well. And now I'm getting better at managing my time. Well, that's great. Congratulations on that. That's uh, thank you. That's wonderful. When you say you have trouble getting out the door, I assume that's a combination of anxiety and time management issues. Like one it of, is, yes, you're right, and you one, are right. One of the tools I mentioned in the Asper Tools book that I think some people find helpful is a checklist so that you know when it's time to go out the door, you don't have to have that anxiety you forgot to do something because it's checked off the list. No, oh, I, that's, that's very smart. I hadn't thought about that actually, but that's a very good suggestion because I'm, I'm very much a list maker. Um, in my life, um, when I have, to, when I make time to make lists, I mean, I, I have notes in my iPhone. I have notes, I have reminders on my iPhone. I have, um, I mean, I make notes on my, um, on a, you know, on a journal paper of stuff that needs to be done. Is there one thing or some things that you wish all of society realized about neurodiversity and those of us whose brains are a little bit different? I wish the society was a lot more accepting of people with neurodiverse brains. Um, I feel like we have a long way to go with that issue. Um, I know society is changing a little bit, but um, it hasn't changed enough. Um, and I know that other societies are further behind than we are, especially in France, even though I want to go back there. Um, they're even further behind than the rest than the United States. The United States is about 20 years ahead of France, according to a friend of mine, another friend of mine. And um, I think it's very difficult to be perceived as being, quote unquote, neurotypical when you're not. Um because um, you can, because you can present, I can present so well that I, I'm very extroverted, but yet I struggle at some things. I'm getting better at it and I'm outgrowing some of my things that I had trouble with um, within the beginning of my life. But um, I still act very young sometimes and I feel like I don't, um, I feel like I don't, um, 
I'm not able to move on from certain things. And I'm trying to trying to not make the same mistakes over again. And, and uh, do you um, find do you find it difficult to read uh, social cues and you know? I do. Yes, I just told my mom about a very unfortunate situation where I was the butt of somebody's joke um, at the volunteer job that I have, unfortunately. And um, I took it very personally, and there was an there was a um, an orientation again to become a, a concessions volunteer. I I didn't go last night because I was still so upset. Um, because um, this woman, unfortunately, doesn't understand people with neurodiverse brains and um, has anyway decided to make me the object of her joke and um i just i had to bite my tongue and move on and i didn't say anything but i wanted to defend myself but you know i didn't know how to defend myself right then and there so um i feel like we have a ways to go before society entirely accepts us as we are what is the biggest single piece of advice you might give one of your female fellow Aspies um, who's entering adulthood. Um, I would give them advice to continue to stay strong. Don't give up. Um, never give up on yourself. Um, never stop believing in yourself. Even if the people around you don't believe in yourself, don't believe or are bullying you. Um, I was bullied a lot in school and I didn't understand why. And um, I think it's helping me become very much stronger in the person who I am now. And um, I think to never give up on what you want to, what your dreams are. Um, if you have big dreams, continue to dream big. Um, if you want to help people, go for it. If you want to help yourself, go for it. If you want to help, um, if you just want to do something related to what you want to do, that's cool too. Um, I grew up with in a family that was very much in the helping professions, so um, I come with a helping brain. Um, I come equipped with a helping brain. So um, anyhow, um, I would suggest to never give up on what you want to do in your life. That's what I would suggest. We've been speaking today with Sarah Howard out in California here at Exploring Different Brains. And Sarah, it's been a real pleasure to have you on our show. Thank you. It's been a very nice pleasure to be on your show as well. For more information, visit us at differentbrains.com.